This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. You've been drinking mushrooms, Ryan. Far Cry 6. We've seen this being coming for a while. You've got Gino Discon... What? I forget his name. Gene Escarlo. Gene Escarlo or whatever his name is. Good evening, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie, and this is the official podcast, the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft beer and geek news tied loosely together. Our podcast is intended to top off your mug with some great craft beer stories and lovely geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who could speak to these topics besides myself? Hi, Donnie here again. Uh, Mr. Raga, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Donnie. Great to be here. <laughs> I'm trying to mix it up a bit. And Mr. Lousman. <laughs> Yeah, why why are you doing it like Doctor Cat style? I don't. Like well, I think I didn't. I skip the last one or no? No, you were on the last one. The one before that, you were not. Okay, I think the two that's before. But you're here now, and that's the important part, there, pal. That's that it. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, hate to break it to you guys, but it is the middle of June, and we are fully on the outro of E3. And boys, do we have some things to talk about? Not the only announcement, though. We've had a couple advancements in the video game and uh, geek news section. Rye Guy, would you like to kick us off? Uh, that was happening something maybe on Monday or earlier this week. You mean like my birthday? No. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, I think, Donnie, you said something about, what was it? It starts with the letter E. No, no, then... no, no. Before that. No. Oh, Your br- birthday is what I was referring to. Oh, you were referring to my birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yeah, my e. birthday was on Monday. Yeah, birthday. Yes. Yeah, and you've got some very caring and good friends that did what for you? Did some amazing, amazing <laughs> things and surprised me. Uh, no, of course. But you guys are amazing, Donnie and every and the whole crew. Deems Jutton. I can I just throw out names here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Last man. And probably little Joshy and Joe. A little Either Joshy, way, maybe you know, some Joe. We're not maybe sure. Some we'll, Joe. we'll see. It's all maybe it's all Joe. on the table. It's all good. <laughs> uh, you know, surprise me with uh, with an Xbox One. So <laughs> I was like, wow, this is cool because you guys have been trying to get me to play some of those games. I think you know, being just on PlayStation, it kind of limits me to just playing Rocket League and maybe Battlefront or some some other things, but nothing uh, nothing too crazy. But you know. Definitely looking forward to setting that up and uh, getting my account going and, and seeing what this pirates thing is all about that you guys are always carrying on about, you know. So and that's just that's I'm just excited. the tip of the ice. Yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. As 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 I kind of alluded to at the beginning of the episode, uh, the, the the beautiful beautiful thing that it is E three and man, Laos, I can rewind the time to episode sixty three or whatever it was, and when, when the last time. That we actually covered in E3. Yeah. And Ryan, you were there. Uh, oh, wait. We're, we're, I thought we were talking about my birthday. I, I am. I am. I am. Oh, last time we covered your birthday. Last time we covered your birthday. Roughly oh, a couple a year years ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. 
but right. but but COVID nineteen basically evaporated E three in Everything. all things, right? It evaporated movies. It it just it made games yeah. go into remission, and you just didn't have them for for you know two years or whatever. And we're finally out. We're in the glorious year of twenty twenty one, and things are 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 looking hopeful, which is great. E three this year was a virtual event, and it and it packed a big punch. Primarily because we didn't have one last year, and in prior to that, if you remember, like Comic Con and some of the things that also you know got delayed or, or got canceled last year, it just wasn't the same. And, and and honestly, you know, leading up to to 2020, a lot of these events honestly were were feeling so inflated, uh, too much of a production, pretty corpo. It wasn't really, it it didn't have the same vibe that that these old game shows used to. But for some reason, and Lausman back me up because I know that you watched most of the showcases like I did. Yep. This one just felt different. It felt more genuine. It felt like there was finally stuff that was announced that had been building for years that made sense and that was just like a great thing to hear. And I, and I don't know if that was just me or if it's if it's you guys as well. And Ryan, again, I know, again, you know, only ha- not having a PC to game on for the last, you know, over this COVID time and all that kind of stuff and not having an access to Xbox or any of the Microsoft titles and stuff like that. Like it does kind of limit you in what you can really enjoy. And therefore your enthusiasm would also be tampered. But, you know, Lossman, give me your take because you, you've been around here, you know, longer than, than most in, in, in the gaming in you know, into gaming as long as I have. So, um, before we get into the show, just right off the top, I just wanted to get some, some, your take on, on basically, you know, how exciting it was or how not exciting you thought it was. And then we'll, we'll get into the regular part of the show. Yeah. So, uh, in my honest opinion, uh, you know, Pacific standard time, mm, always kind of that, that hurdle, that first hurdle when it comes to E3, <laughs> um, you got to deal with the PST. And so, uh, you know, things are firing off at our time, you know, on the East coast here at four o'clock, uh, you know, over there, 1 p.m., you know, and that's fine. So it, it, it's kind of nice because I every single day of it, I came home and I immediately was like, okay, what did I miss this past like hour or two? You know, what can I see right now? I would tune into the live feeds. I honestly want to say it was probably one of my, like, it was easily one of the better E3s, um, probably one of my favorites. Um, <clears throat> they did the the virtual show uh, showroom floor that was fantastic with all the hands-on um you know trials and whatnot they they had a lot of uh, uh smaller games you know smaller developers uh, releasing some games that you can actually play right there and then so they would actually talk about it at e3 for the official conference and then they go you know what if you want to play it now you can on steam or you know you just log on your computer or whatever and go from there they did some fun things like hiding some uh some codes some steam codes that was fun for some like early access for some items and things like that I'm a huge fan of how they handled it. I think they did a very good job, and I think they minimized. This is going to come out rude. I don't mean it that way. They minimized the amount of people who were on stage who shouldn't have been on stage talking about things. Right? Like, yeah. Yep. There's, there's not, not an easy way to say it. Not a rough way no, to say it. It's no just, fluff. Well, it's not even fluff. It's people who are really good at their mm-hmm. jobs. I imagine they're great game designers, uh, you know, CEOs and you know, um, executives and whatnot. They just they get up on stage and they're they're video gamers at heart. They do video <laughs> game awkward. stuff. Yeah, they're they're yeah, not. They're just awkward. They're not the best public speakers. And so when they would yeah. get up there and they would do things and things would maybe go sideways, they didn't know how to react. And that's been going on since like the nineteen nineties. So. I was really happy to be like, hey, this is all pre-recorded. And yeah, so good good times. I liked it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll get into it in a second here, but let's kick off the show like we do every time. I just want to get that little tease out there that, that if you're here for, for beer news, I'm sorry. I've been paying attention. I didn't see a whole lot of traction here, but there was a lot of, of geek news stuff to cover. So I want to get right into it. But before we do so, our famous segment here, what are you drinking? What are you going to drink? And boys, I've got two little ditties now that I'm a bit of a mead man, but um, I've got two little ditties I'm going to get into. So So I've got... Uh, well, actually, who, do you guys have any, any, either one of you have anything super exciting? I can kick off with one and then come back later. Yeah, no, if uh, if you guys are making the trip down here, because uh, right now it's it's really busy. I mean, it's hard to get a hotel room, but if you are local or even if you're coming in from out of town, uh, definitely put um, both um, Mad Beach Mad Brewery Beach. and Sea Dog on your on your list. Uh, you know, I've been to Mad Dog. Or Mad Beach from that Mad Dog. I've been Mad to Mad dog. Beach Brewery. Yeah, well, I got Sea Dog and Mad Dog all. Or, we get it. We've all you got me. You yeah, got we, me. we've all seen Back to the Future. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Mad Beach, uh, plenty of times. Love their food. Love their atmosphere. Um, and love their beer. But I really, I really enjoyed um, the atmosphere. I think a little bit more down at Sea Dog. It's kind of like a restaurant uh on on you know pavilion and underneath there's this uh greeny grassy area i guess with live music and a bar and i believe they're full liquor their beer was excellent great atmosphere and donnie i know you know you were able to make it out and that was fun but i want to talk a little bit about that because um you know their their beers were very good so i tried a couple of them but their atmosphere i think was really uh, a fun thing to, to be part of an experience too. I know this is a, what are you drinking? What do you want to drink? But that's what, that's what we did. We, we experimented with some craft beer this past weekend at, uh, at Sea Dog. So did you get that same sort of feel? Like, I, I don't know if you've been there before, but no, I, I totally agree. And I've not been to that Sea Dog. The only, when you said Sea Dog, cause Ryan, again, part of his, uh, birthday extravaganza was, was <laughs> you know, that's where we, that's where I started with the, the party at that point. But, um, yeah. And I mean, it's Sea Dog's, <laughs> For, they're more of a mainstream brewery is what I typically, you know, call because they have, you know, little like brew pubs in Disney World. They have them all over the place. And so like Sea Dog is never my favorite go to. But being there at the brewery, actually, I tried some things that I wouldn't have never tried. And actually, I only tried one beer. It was the number seven. It was their IPA. It was fantastic. Their IPA and was with Joe. It's what Joe from This Week in Geeks suggested, and so therefore I you know, had to, but I ended up drinking four of those over the night, so I didn't really try much <laughs> else. But the peach was all right, and I had a couple other beers, so like they, they, they actually were pretty good. Um, I thought the food I, was I great, like, too. Food was, food was great. It was better than bar food. It, you know, it was, it was yeah. exactly what you wanted. We were there in tank tops, sweating in the heat outside, listening to live music. I mean, it was fantastic. Exactly. Um, so you, you really can't complain, but, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. There you go. That's what I got. Yep. All right. Um, well, I want to start off my choice with, and Ryan, this also is is kind of for you because you can you can speak to it a bit. But I talked about the Chaucer's. There you go. This is the uh, this is the I talked about the Chaucer's mead last week or last episode. This is the Blood and Night mead with vanilla aged on oak. And so I only got a little swig of this left, but I wanted to save it because as I am a mead boy now, um, <laughs> I mean my. <laughs> I just I just racked my meat actually it's in the fridge right now. Did I change so. your Instagram handle? No, no, no. I'm really <laughs> excited about it because it came out exactly. It came out really close to the Chaucer's. I'm I'm super excited. I'm not even saying that correctly. I'm sure, but it came out really nice. It was pretty dry. It wasn't overly sweet, and I really liked it. Low carbonation, so it was really mm. good beer. But this one, this is like a wine, and it's very, very like milky black, like very thick stuff. And this is called. Blood of the Knights, uh, Knights with a K. And Ryan, I don't know if you've had you, you've had this before. 
I may have sampled it a long time ago. I can't I can't necessarily recall. Um, but if it's anything like some of the other stuff I've had from Pie Road, then you know I can imagine what it's it's probably full flavor. Uh, what'd you say, yep. vanilla? Vanilla aged on oak, and you can definitely oh, yeah. get the vanilla. You definitely get the uh, the oakiness uh, of this because it is rich. It is it is probably one of the richest beverages that I've had in a while. Like even right now, it's like dry and tar almost like mixing together it's really it's really drinkable it's really good like it's actually a really good beer what i learned from from joe because our good buddy joe brought this over um is that these are kind of things that you really you know you, you don't drink a lot of when they serve it to you it's a it's a five ounce pour like it's not intended to be a pint right like and i don't three ounce pour Ryan's saying three ounce pour. So I don't even know mead that well, but, but like, again, like we advocate on the show and we have for, for four or five years now, you know, get out of your comfort zone and try stuff. And so since I had the opportunity that I was making my own mead and that, that it'll be ready here, which it does take a little bit longer than, than wine and cider and some other beers. Um, but now that I'm making it, I'm really just interested in trying what else is out there to see how I want to tweak the recipe. So, um, blood, blood of the nights from pie road brewing here in Tampa or mead works, excuse me, pie road mead works. I'm here in Tampa. Um, about 12% alcohol. Teeny little bottle. Yeah. Three ounce, uh, you know, three ounce sessions if, you, if you're going to try it. But, but man, um, anybody out there that, that does enjoy mead has tips or has things that, you know, non-mead drinkers should, should acknowledge. I would really encourage you to, to join our Facebook group, Craft Brews and Kick News, and, um, and contribute there. At least post a story. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Because I'm interested to try them now. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm turning into a mead boy, and I, I kind of I like like to explore some more. So um, well, that was my first one. And to that, real quick, just because I'm good friends with uh, Matt and Matt and Debbie who who run Pie Road, awesome, amazing people. They are right now only open on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. So you can go in there, try it either a one ounce pour or three ounce flight, uh, or excuse me, one ounce flight, three ounce flight. You know, there's six meats. They're all 14 percent. Donnie said that one was 12, but every one of those that, that's uh, on tap is 14 percent. And then they have some other nice, uh, you know, five percent. Uh, carbonated meads that you can try as well but uh, friday saturday sunday if you are going to make the trip don't go on a thursday they, they won't be open <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice hours though i like that only the weekends only yep. the weekends for now i live for the so. weekends that's good okay. mr lossman what do you got oh uh, so i i kind of have one that we i believe we put on the show before it's the uh the, yeah we definitely put it on the show before um, I think I was the one who procured it. It's the Sagatuck uh, Brewing uh, Blueberry Lemonade Shandy. I got that one again. Sagatuck. Yeah, it's a Sagatuck. Uh, it's out of it's out of Michigan. Um, so it's a Shandy. I get it. It's five oh, percent okay, alcohol okay. by volume. Um, it's actually again, you know, just to reiterate to anybody who hasn't seen it before, very delicious, very drinkable. We loved it the last time we featured it. Um, I just, I've been saving like two or three of them and it was like super effing hot today and I had to do some work outside. So I was very happy to come home and be like, you know what? It's happening. Like I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing the lemonade shandy. Like it's, it's happening. It's, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's totally happening. So I've been eyeballing this all day and been very excited to come home to it. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. So um, on the low scale. Oh yeah. No, it's a good one. It's good. No, it's a, it's a, oh Yeah. It's a good one. Oh yeah, the whole sentence. There's like, there may be some like you know, apostrophes and whatnot, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, and, and, yeah. I'm not gonna speak for the apostrophes. They speak for themselves. That's right. That's right. No, that's good. Well, they yell. Well, good. Uh, awesome. 
Well, that's I, and we did have the blueberry shandy, and actually, it was it was perfect by the pool deck on a hot summer, well, hot June. I guess it, we're in summer. A hot oh, yeah, summer we're day in summer. here. In Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic by the pool though. We need right. some rain though. I'll tell you that. It's oh, I've been getting rain every day here, yeah. but maybe that's because we're near the coast. Um, all right. So the other one I have is this bad boy right here. I'm not even going to have to show the the can because I can just show you guys that I'm having the ah. Yingling Racing Eagle Mango. And let me tell you. Racing or okay. raging? Raging. It, yeah, it looks like raging. I don't like know raging. why I said racing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely uh, raging. Um, and that is correct. The This is a raging beer. It literally tastes like someone took a Yingling and just smushed a bunch of mango into it. And that's how a lot of these reviews read. Like oh, this, no. I'm on Beer Advocate, and um, and like the first review is like, "Well, this sucks a lot. I would not grab anything else, oh, no. or I would grab anything else." But he gave it a 3.5 out of five. So you know, whatever, man. Uh, 2.8. That's even worse. Uh, 4.65. This guy obviously likes it. Hit it right on the head. I don't know if I would agree with that. Um, but honestly, again, if you if you want a fruit beer. And you want to go, you know, moderately local, and you want to go with something that you you think you like. Yingling, what I found when they experiment like this, they're they're hit or miss, and I I quite literally mean that. They've been making beer for over a hundred years. They should just stick to what they know. Um, as America, one of America's oldest brewing, you know, breweries, I, I think they do a great job. I like this beer because I can drink it again on the pool when it's ice cold. It's got a nice little fruity mango tint to it, but it really at heart just tastes like a, a Yingling, like a like a nice rich local lager and it's really a, a great beer um not an important the man- well the <laughs> mango part of it they 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 kind of mash it up a little bit too tight and i i do think that they're trying to say look 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 it's just our beer with mango isn't this white claw now no it's it's not exactly the same i don't think it's going to appeal to the same crowd it is six percent but unlike a white claw it's probably got like 300 calories at this point like oh, i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure so um for me, I honestly, I had a 12-pack of this, I guess, about seven or eight days ago, and I'm down to the last one, so that's a good sign. Um, I do like the beer. Again, mowing the grass, doing stuff outside. It is refreshing. It's got that fruity tinge, and it's not a damn white claw, because as you all know, I do not like those. <laughs> yep. But, you know, if I want the yingling and I want to kind of mush it together, that's kind of what this is. So... <laughs> So I say that if you see it and you, and you like, you know, richer beers that have that that kind of some fruit beer to it, yeah, try it out. I highly suggest you try it. Um, the the fifty fifty that I was saying with the England earlier is that they made a, a very light beer, an ultra light beer called Flight, and that beer tastes like garbage. Yep. <laughs> Do not try that beer. It is in a glass clear bottle. I don't know if it was like a Corona player, if it was a Make Ultra thing, or whatever they were trying to emulate, but it tastes like garbage. Do not drink the Yingling Flight, the Yingling Raging Eagle Mango. Okay, it's it's just fine. Yeah. It's it's okay. So I'm not even saying it's great. It's it's all right. But anyways, that's the beer stuff we got to talk about. Anything that's an else, honest boys? review. I like it. It's an honest review. Doesn't get more. They're honest not paying that. us. <laughs> I did like how when you showed us that screen though, somebody did put uh, a four out of five review, and they had their little uh, picture of a natty ice can. So yeah, I bet yeah. that was their avatar. That, was yeah, like, that guy's got in love with that beer. Yeah, <laughs> real good taste. <laughs> that I'm guy's just, out just, there. Listen to this podcast. Let us know. 
<laughs> yeah, please. Oh, dude, my entire apartment building celebrates Natterday, which is like the weirdest thing. I never thought that was a thing. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's very but funny I like for commercial. Natterday. No, 52, 52 Natterdays a year, dude. Every everyone in my apartment celebrates Natterday, and it's real weird on the elevator. I'm like, oh, you too, huh? You just drink. You should get them all out of your apartment. Uh, yeah, I see. I see what he did. Now <laughs> 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 nah, it's funny. Hey, in any event, uh, just ugh, I was I, yeah. Let's move on. All right, moving on. Um, otherwise, hey, just one last thing before we move on. We uh, I, we will be putting out some uh, some content for the the Bruzy again. We I know we talked about that probably for the last three shows in a row, but I'll be real quick about this one. They reached out and we we're going to um, to take part in some of their influencers stuff. So. We'll have a promo code. We'll have some some. We'll link that below. We'll have some other uh, fun good giveaways and goodies for folks that that do want to dabble in making some of this like mead and wines, uh, cider, like I was talking about. Ooh, um, very exciting stuff. But but yeah, more to come uh, for that one. Really, the best place to find it is going to be the uh, Craft Brews Geek News YouTube channel, and that's where we'll have kind of a series like a how to, how do you bottle, how do you make it, how do you ferment it, how how long do you leave. We're going to try to answer a bunch of questions on that. It's going to be a fun little project, and it's about home brewing in the easiest way to do it. So if you have any interest at all, hold tight. Let us produce these. Probably by this time next week, we'll have at least one video out, so they'll, they'll keep coming for a while. But that's that's it for the beer, beer news section, boys. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, the reason why we're all here, the geek news section. Drink it on in. Send it on back, um, boys. We talked about E3 at the beginning of this episode. We've got, as things kicked off with E3, basically we were at E3 from June 12th, which was last Saturday, to June 15th, which was the normal time we do the podcast. Now, the reason that we we delayed the podcast to today um, was because we wanted to make sure that we grabbed all of the coverage possible. And the last one that was actually on Tuesday, the 15th, was Nintendo. And so there are some highlights here that we're obviously going to skip there are some here that we will spend more time on, and there are some here that are frankly just irrelevant because we just don't care about them. So yep. apologies in advance, but if you really cared about things like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I'm sorry we don't give a shit, and that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just barked a bunch of like, I don't even bridge. have my account set up, and he's already saying I like Tiny Tina's Wonderland. You, you just no, I'm not barked saying a bunch of do. Like, bridge troll things. Usually, rah, 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 oh, yeah. Rah, rah. Anyway, this was <laughs> Summer Games Fest basically kicked off um, kicked off the show. So I think Summer Games Fest started actually I think it was on Thursday. Um, I don't I don't recall exactly when it was, but it wasn't exactly E3. It was like kind of the lead into it. And essentially, what they went over was a couple. There there was some big bombshells which you get into, but the the smaller things were like spinoff games, like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yep. Now Wonderlands was essentially a spinoff of. Borderlands, and if you haven't played Borderlands, it's a running gun, kind of cell shaded like a first person shooter, but it's got a huge like cult following, and so Tiny Tina as a character from that game, it got their own spinoff. Oh, so cool. interesting, not exactly my couple my cup of tea. Uh, moving on through the summer showcase, uh, basically Metal Slugs, yeah, that's fine, that's fun, whatever. Um, Death Stranding, none of us played, I don't think. Lost Man, you played this at all? Uh, no, but, the closest I got was the Rick and Morty spinoff. It was a small yeah. commercial. Yeah, pretty good. Well, Death Stranding, Ryan, and I think this is actually... It wasn't exclusive to anything. I think it came out for every system, but this was like um, Hideo Kojima, who's like this video game mastermind. 
um, and went on like basically this took him like eight years. He got he left his previous studio. He's the guy that created Metal Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Metal Gear Solid. Metal Sally. Metal Girl. I remember playing that game. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. and that's all Hideo Kojima. So, like, that's actually legitimately like one of the best games of history. Um, this was his big release that came out, you know, last year essentially, and uh, or I guess maybe it was tail end of two thousand nineteen. Either way, they're releasing a director's cut, which is interesting. So, if you really love that game, again, never played it. Um, uh, didn't look like it was for me, but it was like carrying packages and rebuilding the new world. So it, it looked really pretty cool, but but not my cup of tea. Fun fact about that game, real quick. Uh, Daryl... You can fr- pee on stuff. Okay. Yeah, you can pee on stuff. I mean, I guess you can do that <laughs> with any game that you buy. But uh, you know what? In any event, uh, no. Uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. Right, guy? Yep. He yep. is the main protagonist, I believe. Protagonist, yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. And when you pee on stuff, mushrooms okay. start to grow there. Okay. Interesting. And you basically drink monster energy. You drink real game monster energy drink to regain health as well, which is just a weird product placement. That but yep. It's a very, very odd game. He has like a baby on his tummy. Anyway, we're just spending way too much time on death. You've been drinking mushrooms, cut. Ryan. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Lousman. Hey, Jurassic World Evolution 2. Now, you were the only one I've talked to that played Jurassic Ooh. World Evolution 1. Mm hmm. And, and thoughts? Uh, that <laughs> actually, so I would say there's about five or six things that actually got me through the entirety of COVID. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic World 1, or I'm sorry, Jurassic World Evolution 1 was one of those things. That game is truly phenomenal. It, it gave me a sense of control in a time where there was no control. Um you know, I'm just speaking That's wise, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm speaking way too like interpersonal, I suppose. But it it just made me happy that game. It was it was Sim City meets Jurassic Park, which we all just want Grand Theft Auto Jurassic Park. I mean, let's yeah. all face it. Like, Makes sense. Yeah, that's all we want. But this was a, like a a it's like a, a very siphoned version of it. It was hey, you wanted Grand Theft Auto, you wanted to run around in the park and just you know ride the ride around in the 1992 Ford Explorer. Like I'm sorry, you're not going to do that. Like this is you managing the park to your the best of your abilities. And you know what? It was a fantastic game. I love that game. I, it's one of the few games I've actually attempted to beat entirely. Like, all the achievements, everything. Um, I, I'm tempted to go in, but the second one, I might. <laughs> so, uh, the first one was phenomenal. Uh, you had to manage... I mean, again, it's it, it's a lot of SimCity meets um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, and I loved it. I loved it to death. I don't want to harp on it too much, so I'll, leave, I'll keep it brief, but... I'm so excited for the next one. They're bringing deep water enclosures. Uh, that's going to be a big one for anybody who knows. For anybody who doesn't know, there was a bunch of modders who like made a, uh, a baryonyx into a mosasaur. Like they modded the heck out of this game just so they could be like, "Hey, look, we have water features and stuff like that." It's like, all right, cool. Like, let's put that in the game and move on. So, feel like they're going to yeah. do good, and this is going to be something I'm really looking forward to. Let's move on. All right. Nice. The next one I want to highlight was Among Us. And so if you guys – have you played Among Us, Ryan? You know, I have played a couple of rounds with the with the girls. Uh, I played on my I phone. I still like, can't figure out exactly all the ins and outs of it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I think it's a fun phone game. I'd never get it on a console, but obviously they, they had a hide-and-seek mode, which is brand new and some other things. So, you know, this game, like everybody was talking about it, kind of like when Gang Beast was there and then it was Among Us and then it was – fall guys and like you know whatever uh it's fine it's fine but i'll still just play it on my phone i'm not gonna i'm not gonna actually buy it anywhere (laughs) i don't think 
Um, Stranger Things. That was an interesting announcement. Really? Uh, Stranger Things know. game came out. How can you make out. a video game out of this? How can they you know, not? You could, you could check the trailer. All the links will be below here in the comments section or, or the description. Um, I'm not sure, but they add in you know the upside down level and that there's yeah. kind of an open world thing going on, which which could be really okay, interesting. Okay, so it's open if world. Okay. If you're a big, well, I don't know that. I just they mentioned a whole bunch of stuff on the the actual showcase, and that looked kind of cool. So you know, cool. we'll see. Could um, be. A mix. I am excited for Fast and the Furious to return <laughs> to uh, to um, Rocket, Rocket League because I will be buying that Skyline. I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I don't know or what. It will be or whatever, but I will be buying that skyline, much like our friend Jet, who has to have the uh, Ghostbusters, you know, Ghostbusters Ecto car. Yep, yep, yep. So I'll be doing that. Oh yeah. Don't really care about that. I mean, Rocket League. Just you don't care about Jet. It's there. Timeless. Ah, uh, Jets, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Rocket Rocket League is just one of those things where it's there. Like it's fun as we're waiting for dudes, like to, for people to hop on to our match. Like it's fun to play, but it's not you know my make or break. Some people love it. I get it. Little Joshies, the world probably you know that's 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 their whole world. But. Oh, the little Joshies out there! This one goes out to all the little Joshies. <laughs> the rest of the rest of the summer games fest, honestly, Ryan, you maybe your girls play Overwatch. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They cer- yeah, yeah, they certainly could now. You know, Cora's still you got- on Roblox, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that might be a little bit much. Couple of Monster Hunter, uh, Monster Hunter stories has been a thing that you'll see kind of rippled throughout the the E three. Um, not too exciting on my front. Um, and then Fall Guys had a couple new skins. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so I'd rather be the a thing hot I dog. Was, <laughs> the thing I was excited for was this Back for Blood, uh, Lostman. And yes. this, obviously, the YouTube is restricted because it's terribly gory and very much, uh, you know. What? This is whatever news to me. <laughs> but this is Left for Dead 5, essentially, or whatever. Uh, whatever the next one would be is what it looked like to me. Three. But yes, I'm totally hip to that, what you're saying. Um, well, I think Left 4 Dead was the last one, so this would technically be Back 4 Blood, Well, which would be the fifth. No, it went Left 4 Dead, which was the first one, and then Left 4 Dead 2, and then that's where it kind of petered out. So this would technically be three, but I like where you went with the numbers. <laughs> hey, I tried, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, this this is a this back for blood is is probably one of those ones I won't get right away, but in a couple of years when it goes on sale or something, you know, Whoa. it comes out on October twelfth this year. Um, so if you really did like you know Left for Dead, this is one that you probably want to scoop up. But I think we'll pick this up, you know, later just to play as like something in the background. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Quick. Uh, completely divergent. I'm totally going to get that as soon as I can because man, Turtle Rock makes a great zombie thriller game, and yeah, I they really do. I'm really excited about that title. So uh, that yeah. will. And be Ryan, one. if you didn't know anything about that, it's basically four player co op where you just get into scenarios where there's just like you have to get from A to Z, and there's a million zombies in the way. It plays like a movie. It's That's just cool. it's designed. It plays to play like, like a, a movie. very. It plays like Army of the Dead, where it's just like over the top. You're running around with a chain gun for yep. no reason. And there are zombies that just beat the crap out of you. Like it is, it is not a scary game, but it can scare you. Yep, cool. And <laughs> it it's, gets it, really intense when you're just like the last man standing on top of an air conditioner, and all of a sudden there's just people, you know, running at you everywhere. And it is still um, randomized. So like you go, like so you play it one time, Ryan, and all of a sudden you go to this one room, like a reception area. It's empty. There's a shotgun lying on the table. You grab it, you move on. The next time you play it, there's 45 zombies chilling in that room, and you're like, oh, that's like, fantastic. Yeah, it, it really, it really is toes. fun, and then 
And the whole point is to get to the next like safe house. And when you do that, sometimes you have to like bar the door. Like it, it gets intense. So oh, yes. I'm excited to see that one. Back for Back for Blood or whatever it was called. I'm excited for. Yep. Um, the last one of the the um, summer showcase. Uh, Elden Ring, and so Elden Ring make, is made by the the same folks that make Demon Souls, and I'm I'm uniquely intrigued by this one because it's almost like Demon Souls meets Skyrim, and if you don't know Demon Souls, it is one of the most punishingly difficult games that exist. In, in the franchise, is just that one of the most punishingly hard games that exist because it's not a game that you go in and just say I'm just going to mash A and make it work. You have to say okay. I'm going into this temp, and it's all pretty linear. It's not. It's not. Oops. It's not exactly open world. But this one, Elder Ring, looks more open world than most. Yeah. But every bad guy has a move set that changes. So like, you have to wait for him to slash, and you have to block, and then you have to stab, and then once he's down from the stab, you have to block again, and then after that block, you have to strike downward from the top of this guy. And if you get that combination wrong, you will be killed immediately, and you have to restart from the beginning. It's really, really punishing. If you're a person that loves to put yourself through like, I have to just figure this out. I have to learn the code. I have to mash the buttons in the right order. I have to dodge. I have to block. If you can, if you thrive on games like that, which I do not, I do. Um, you, the, you'll love the Demon Souls franchise. And this is a Skyrim, is what, I, what I can tell, like that that kind of like old Nordic kind of flavor on that same game so it does look great it's not my my cup of tea i'm excited to see it and i might pick it up again when it's on sale or something because i, I do respond to those games but i i just you know these games are so very hard i'm just not that good i'm not that good at games um i've heard uh, just one thing about that particular game uh the pot monster there is a monster who is a pot he sprouts legs and arms and whatnot. He's apparently a up and trending meme, and uh, he looks terrifying and yet um, potentially fulfilling. Ha ha ha! okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of monsters and scary shit in there, and I just don't. You know, again, it's not my cup of tea. But it doesn't mean I won't play it because I, I do want to. Demon Souls. Whenever I get a PlayStation Five, Demon Souls. So I'm going to get, but it's so punishingly hard. It's just frustrating. I just don't think I'll, fr- I'll finish it. So, yep. So yeah, moving on Ubisoft. So Ubisoft, I, there's really only a few in here that I want to highlight. And, and I'm just going through these pretty quickly because we are running close to time. Um, but the first one I wanted to highlight on this one is basically um, Far Cry 6. We've seen this being coming for a while. You've got Gino Disc... What? I forget his name. I always forget his name, but he's... He's the bad guy. He's he's freaking the bad guy from Breaking Bad. He's the bad guy from a bunch of movies. Gene Escarlo, something like that. I don't know. He's, I don't. I don't know if that's the right. Thing. Anyways, he. I don't yeah, like your whatever. Tone. He had the los those pollos pollos or whatever that chicken shop was in Breaking Bad. It was fantastic. The chicken chicken. But of course, he's the main bad guy of Far Cry Six. And Laos, I think you're the only. Far Cry guy I know. Again, Ryan, I don't think you've played the Far Cry series. It's basically like um like a I GTA. I can't say game. I have. Maybe a long time ago I played it once, but yeah, because they they've been around for a while. But it's yep. a lot Grand Theft so, Auto. It's a lot of like um just Cry, cause, yeah. just cause, right? It's a lot of like you're trying to liberate you know a poor third world country, and there's all this crap that gets in the way. But you have like ridiculous weapons and things that that you can use, and a jetpack or a, 
rocket yeah. launcher or like a grappling gun. It's just a lot of fun stuff in like a setting like that. It's it's a first person, uh, yeah. To your point, it's a first person just cause that has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, GTA style like shenanigans going on. So like, it's not uncommon for you to like just spawn in and just rip apart things and try and get a helicopter and all sorts of you know ridiculousness or drive an ATV. Though that happens, yeah. It, no, it totally happens, but. It's a good time. Um, there have been some good iterations of it. There have been some not so great iterations of it. Um, but good series. I'm excited about the the new one. Um, I like the trailer that they released on E3. So uh, yeah, moving on. And again, Gene S. Carlo or whatever his name is is a really good actor, and he's he's actually a, a really passionate guy. That like he he looks like a bad guy from like a Spanish speaking durable country. This 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 would be interesting to see. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it, you could watch this game like a movie if somebody yep. else was playing yep. it. Like, that's yep. one of those descriptive Very things. cinematic, yep. very grand set pieces, so I'm excited about that. Speaking of which, and again, I want to wrap this up quickly for you, Ubisoft because we have other ones to talk to. Yep. Avatar, Front to- Frontiers of Pandora, and that was a doozy, I think, because I did not see this coming, even though they announced it back in February of 2017. I didn't know it was going to be here this this year. And it looks incredible. So um, this one will be available for uh, new gen only. So it won't be the PS4s. It won't be the Xbox Ones, Ryan. Sorry to say. But um, it will be an open world experience. And it will be something that aligns, I think, as Avatar. Because you know that they're filming like three at once or two at once or something. James Cameron and his crazy get-rich-quick schemes. But he's he's... (laughs) <laughs> he, he, they're basically filming those two movies. They're making this game. It looks polished. It looks really great. Um, if you can run around as an avatar in an open world environment, that would be pretty cool. Bows and arrows, guns, mechs, bad guys, good guys. Like it, it could be yeah. almost a Breath of the Wild kind of adventure where you're like, I don't give a crap about Avatar, but I really just think this is a beautiful environment. Everything's alive. The colors are vibrant. It, it is just going to look awesome. And that's why I'm gonna, I'm probably going to get it. It's not coming out until 2022, hopefully. Um, you know, it doesn't have any delays or anything. But but honestly, I'm excited about this game just because it looks like the movie looked, and like the next two, three, four movies will look incredible. So um, I'm super excited about it. Yep, I'm I'm pumped as well. Uh, I was uh, really geeked. I hope this is sort of a Red Dead Redemption GTA style uh, Avatar sort of situation but i know the cinematics required to make it a avatar style uh, genre are are gonna be pretty extensive so i think it's gonna be one of those ones where you like you hurry up and wait you hurry up you play you do all the objectives and then you get to some cool cinematics and then all of a sudden you're kicked back into the open world so i don't know uh i've got high hopes for it and very excited yeah so let's see how it goes i i extremely excited as well because I, I really do think it's going to be fun and i'm you know at the end of the day i think we've talked about this before i go through even during the covid times i think i went through four games maybe maybe like like end to end beat four games which is unusual i think one year i usually do like one game every six months and i just stick to it and play but ever since the covid lockdown and we've all been gaming together and just having a blast with it i think i've been dabbling in more games and so this is one of those things that i'm like yeah i'll, I'll pick it up just to like play around with it and see and i might even get on pc and do some twitch or you know who knows with it so it's 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 pretty cool it seems like a really fun game and i'm excited for it oh yeah but 
The reason, Ryan, that I that we have you here today is to now enlighten and intrigue with the Xbox and Bethesda E3 showcase. So, Ryan, again. <laughs> I'm here today to do this, and I haven't even set my Xbox up. <laughs> that's okay. That's I okay. <laughs> I just we just want you get we want to get you seething for this thing because yeah. now that you're an Xboxy. Um, you know, and this also is, is for PC gamers because the I tell beauty you, I'm of Xbox my next next week. All right, oh, yeah. My. The be- <laughs> the beauty of Xbox is that almost everything that comes out for Xbox is on PC, and if it's not, it's li- literally just a delay, and that's because it's Microsoft, and that's that's part of their their beauty. And, and the other incredible thing that Microsoft has done that has just panned out hand over fist is their Game Pass, and that's why I think that Ryan, with a grain of salt. Nearly every game we talk about on this panel, and we'll go into quite a few of them, um, actually do or will be available day one of Game Pass. So uh, what that means is that if they have a launch date of June 22nd, it is coming out on the Game Pass without you having to buy it. It just will show up there as an available download, and you can play it. It's really a brilliant model. Uh, the 15 bucks a year, you know, yeah, it, it comes out to almost 100 bucks annually, but you buy two games, that's $120. Right. So if you play more than two games a year, Game Pass makes up for it. Plus, you get the Xbox Live. Plus, you get some benefits of downloading extra games. So I, I won't ride the tip of Xbox. And for the record, I don't have an Xbox. I do. I have a PC. And just real quick, you did say $15 a year. It's $15. It's $14 month. a month. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, but I meant like over a year's time, you buy two games and you've got this cost covered. So just think about it like that. If you were to buy two brand new games, that cost goes away. So do a little bit of research and figure out. But the biggest thing they came out with, man, in my opinion, the biggest game they came out with was Starfield. I'm a big No Man's Sky man, and Starfield is going to or has been projected for years, years now, um, 25 years, they, they, they are saying that Bethesda is calling it its new universe um, since 25 years, which is incredible. But if this is anything like Skyrim or Elder Scrolls or any of those other Bethesda games that you and I, lo- Laos, love so very much, oh, yeah. I will be blown away by this. If it's No Man's Sky mixed with RPG, mixed with whatever else they want to throw in there in a space environment... I'm getting this game day one, and I am excited about it. So uh, Starfield is is certainly something that I think is going to be well-regarded for years to come. But they finally announced it, and it has been a mystery for years now. So, Well, I will say this. Um, mm-hmm. So I was excited. I've heard the whispers in the wind. Uh, come the actual cinematic, um, uh, I guess you could call it a trailer, um, it was cool looking, but mm-hmm. uh, unless unless it actually goes to some cool Bethesda style places, like let's say they landed, there was a portal that you can land on uh, Elder Scrolls, you know, like maybe you can land in Skyrim or something like that. Uh, like unless that happens, like I really don't know what to expect of this game. Because all I know is the, the people who make it and um, that they're geared towards space travel. So, like, I, I love No Man's Sky. I really do. I just, they didn't show enough for me to be like, whoa, this is impressive. Like, they didn't show me enough to be like, oh, well, look at all these worlds. They, they, they showed me the, um, the very beginning of going to a place, which is not enough to rev my engine, but, again, nope, totally, totally dig it. 
But if they if they literally just reskinned Elder Scrolls or Skyrim to be in space, or just landed there, why don't they land yeah. there? That, I would love that. I'd be like, like, man, space stuff and Elder again, Scrolls, get out of here. Well, to yeah, to break it down, like Ryan, because what they essentially do is like every person you talk to can influence the story and send you on little micro missions and can like help you or not help you or hurt you or block you or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have the option to steal from people, to kill people, to like rob shop owners, to do whatever you want to. Put a pot on their head. Yeah, you could do whatever you want to. It's really, it was really fantastical back in the day of Merylwind and, and that kind of stuff. It is oblivion it has changed over the last years and keep in mind that skyrim came out seven years ago (laughs) more than that i think i think it's like been almost 10 years so like the the point is like if they can pack that crap into a space simulator like that it's not a no man's sky it's not an elite dangerous it's a totally different game and and i think that'll be the the fun part yep but ryan coming this tuesday the reason, not the reason, but one of the reasons why you have a goddamn Xbox One now. is because Jack Sparrow is coming to the Sea of Thieves, <laughs> and we are all excited about it. So we'll all be oh, yeah. drinking rum then. Oh, yes. We'll all be drinking grog or mead. If you'd like a bottle, swing by. Um, <laughs> the The crazy thing is that this game came out um, a few years ago. I think it's actually been out since not 2017. I want to say it came out in 2018. I think it's been out for three or four years. I think 18. But... Yeah, Sea of Thieves, Ryan, we've explained it to you several times. It's it's this do anything, be anything, everything you want is available for you to do. If you want to do single-player missions, or you want to go off and solve riddles, if you want to catch pigs and trade them in for money, if you want to kill skeletons and turn them in for money, if you want to grab a group of people and just go kill other people, like all this stuff you can do. It is basically like enables you to be the most pirate that you ever could be. And what they're dubbing Jack Sparrow and the Pirates of the Caribbean kind of crossover as this new branch leading into season three of Sea of Thieves called A Pirate's Life. And so it's very exciting because recently, Laos, I, and Jut went through the last tall tale that was available for us and, and on Sea of, Thieves, sea of Thieves. And a tall tale basically is just like a very intense story mission. And so now they're adding five more, which brings it up to 17 total tall tales. Now that's incredible for a couple, or I think actually maybe it's 16. It's incredible for a couple of reasons because if you just want to do single player stuff, you've got now 16 missions to do. And these yeah. these aren't one and done missions. Like these things can take... How long did Shores of Gold take us, Laos? Oh, four God. hours? Yeah, easily. I mean, four we hopped hours on at eleven thirty, Ryan, and we weren't hanging up. I think everybody rage quitted by like three thirty AM and I, that's when we beat it. I politely rage quit, but yes. Um yeah, no, it was it was a four person endeavor for several hours. Like this Many is hours. Not- and every Jesus. one of these Every one of these is like that. So what happens is like we had my birthday party a couple of years ago or last year, I guess. Yeah. And um and we did we did just one tall tale and again it took us from like 11 p.m. to like 2 in the morning to finish. It it's just yeah. crazy how rich this game is. And that's just doing those things. You could also like it takes 30 minutes often to sail from one place to another place. Oh hell yeah. And what are you doing? Go ahead, Lost. No, I said oh hell yeah. I mean you literally are like taxiing away on a boat yeah you're on a boat having to set the sails trim them i mean steer the navigate. The crazy thing is yeah like if you get attacked by another pirate or by an enemy you have to go downstairs and repair the boat and then dump the water out of the boat or else you will sink if you don't have food on you you will die <laughs> like 
it's Jesus. it's a crazy intense game. There is a tutorial for this, yes. Oh, nope. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. The no, you're going great. in raw, bud. <laughs> the tutorial, yeah, the tutorial is great. Actually, yeah, you, everybody has to do the tutorial when you first start. But um, it is a um, it is a fantastic game, and then and then adding this to it, it, it's a great game if you like the multiplayer aspect, or if you ever had any inclination as a young, primarily I'm guessing dude, like I've always wanted to be a pirate. This is the closest thing that you'll ever get. Yep. <laughs> it's just what it is. So if you like pirates at all, this is what you got. Um, and I think it is a fantastic kind of like version of that. So I'm excited to see what they're going to bring to this. And I really was excited because, Ryan, we've talked about this so many times. And, and we have so many friends that we've, we've, we've came together in the last year or so. Uh, thanks to COVID and thanks to other things, but but this is just something now that I think there, there's a large enough group of us where you can you know you now that you have an Xbox and like you can actually be on this with us, we're gonna have a blast. And so there's a lot of fun times. There's a lot of hard times. Oh yeah, Laos has been around yeah. several times. That that most that most recent experience, we were at the very end, and he's like, you know what, dude, it's three thirty in the morning. I can't take this anymore. Yep. yep. <laughs> Rage quitted. Not not. Even 30 seconds after he is exited the game, we beat it. And he didn't get any of the accommodations for it. Yep. That's happened before. We've also had millions of dollars in gold and rubies and all sorts of things on the boat. Just and lying on the asshole, deck. Yep. And some asshole just sunk our ship and we lost it all. Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's been also other times where we've been able to sail the seas for four or five hours and didn't see another ship in the entire ocean. And, and we you know, just had a time. Yeah, but that's just or, the weird part about this game. Or we've watched They're, people like try their best. They've been out there for hours. They get defeated by some lucky skeleton crew, and then we just go, "Oh, there's a bunch of treasure in the water. Let's just scoop that up." <laughs> Thanks, guys. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's already been a pirate's life. Now, what this new update's going to bring? Literally called a pirate's life. I am super excited to see. So, oh, yeah. and there's good pirates out there too. Like, there's often times. I would say, Sometimes. I would say four out of five times when I'm out there. I'll meet people that are nice and they're like, Hey, listen, I'm not going to kill you. We're all friends. I'm just trying to do this. And I'm saying, yep, yep. I'm just doing this. You guys see you later. But, but then they just stab you in the back. Yeah. Well, we that happens can. too. Let's go. That happens too. It's just one of those games that, that this is such a, a unique and interesting crossover that I, I just can't wait to see how it unfolds. But, but it is one of those games that you, you can, and there's 22 million players currently. I think after this comes out, which again is next Tuesday, June 22nd, when this comes out, that number will go from 22 to 25 way more very, very quickly. I think Pirates of the Caribbean has a huge fan base. I think people are going to flock to getting this game, getting these systems, and it's just going to be a freaking show. So I'm um, super excited about this. But this is only season three, and there's a new season every quarter. So season four, if this was season three, what the hell? But we'll we'll see what happens in four months. So. Any other comments, Loss? No, sir. All right. Uh, the next one, buddy. Oh. Battlefield uh, 2042. 2042. Where, where can I start and where do I end on that, that one? That game looks where, pretty badass. Where was it bad? Battlefield 5? Battlefield 1? Battlefield 2021? You know I don't what? Know. The sad part is it's difficult to follow your logic on <laughs> what numbers you were spouting out there. Um, because they named them like a bunch of fucking dumbasses. Like, in any event, uh, you know, I won't go, I won't talk bad about any old Battlefields, but... Um, so we went Battlefield 4, the best. We went Battlefield uh, 5-ish, uh, a.k.a. Battlefield 1. Okay, uh, then we went Battlefield 5. Very confusing, but that's fine. Um, so 
Battlefield took an interesting turn. Um, they've been fighting, obviously, Call of Duty for this entire time that they've been in existence and popular. Uh, they went uh, a different route. Uh, Call of Duty went more futuristic, more modern, more snap, more everything a lot more concise and just fast-paced. Uh, Battlefield said, you know what? We love the Battlefield moments that we create. So they did these old school things. They went <laughs> World War One, then they went World War Two. Uh, now they're going to Battlefield 2042. Now, this is not the first time they've tried to do something like this. Um, back in the day, way, way back in the day, they had a computer segment um, that was um, Battlefield. They had mechs. They had Battlefield, uh, I think it was 2041. Um, they've had some interesting spinoffs and whatnot. This seems to be the uh, the end-all, be-all. Like, this is going to be the most cutting-edge, the most revolutionary um, implying all the things that they've learned along the way, uh, things that they may not have learned along the way that they're just going to try out. Um, some very interesting things moving forward. So, um, again, what I'm trying to say here in a concise nutshell here, uh, this is going to be a fantastic game. I can already feel it. It's going to be a good time. They're trying a lot of things. They're going back to the roots on a lot of things. Um, I know I'm talking kind of all over the place, but what it looks like is it looks like a Battlefield 4 reskin on a new platform with better graphics, 4K. You're talking all sorts of good stuff. Um, and then you're talking some interesting Levolution-style events. So um, it, it can support up to 128 players. I mean, it's, Which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's bananas. I mean, at, that's bananas. At best, we've been looking at 64 players. I mean, that's... I can't even imagine 128 individual people. Well, and so you don't need to because joke's on you. Um, they're actually also going to be implementing, um, I saw an article just earlier today, they're going to be implementing AI bots for some of these people. So in the past, when a server for Battlefield has gone active, you know, uh, on the internet, you're talking 64 players tops. So say you have half that room filled. You're talking 32 players, right? So, yeah, that's great. 32 players, whatever. Um, you know, a really rocking server would have like 50, maybe 40 people in it, whatever. Like, And that's all divided, obviously, and auto-assigned to each side. So this is actually going to utilize AI bots. So Battlefield 40, or I'm sorry, 2042 is going to utilize AI bots. So when you start a, a game and say it's got 30 people in it with a potential for 128, the rest of those, you know, the first 30 are going to be people. The rest of those are all going to be AI bots. So the game is Crazy. still going to function. It's yeah. just going to have AI until people kick them out, kind of like Rocket League. So yeah. very interesting way to go about it. But um, I'm super excited about it. I cannot wait. Um, the, uh, I, I'm reading that it is coming out October 22nd. Um, is that of this year? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, nuts. that's just effing bananas. I really that's, don't even know what to say. Bananas. Yeah. 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 It's bananas. And, and really, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, in my opinion, that was kind of the last, you know, major announcement of the Bethesda Xbox thing. And, and again, the reason that Bethesda and Xbox were so crazy is that literally just a few weeks before, Bethesda Ryan is the is the the game studio that that 
has all these fantastic titles and a bunch of them aren't even listed here. We, we referenced Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and stuff that are, you know, Bethesda titles, but Bethesda is a huge deal. It'd be like, you know, it'd be like Microsoft buying, not Nintendo, but it'd be to that scale where you're like, wow, this studio is incredibly large and their games are cult classics and people love them. So this was a really important conference. And though, you know, things like Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls coming, you know, Elder Scrolls Online coming to consoles, you know, with an updated version, that's all great stuff. Um, they also announced things like Party Animals, which again is like a Fall Guys or whatever spinoff kind of thing. Can't wait. All that's fun. Um, Halo Infinite, are you kidding me? Like, we don't even talk oh. about that. I mean, Halo Infinite is just going to be incredible i'm oh, excited yeah. for halo because we haven't had halo in what 10 years i mean it's it's been a while been a while yeah and, and that's just going to be an incredible game and now as an xbox boy ryan you've got you've got the ability to play it and again with with game pass it's going to be there on day day one so like ah, oh, xbox really just set themselves up for success this year and and I don't know that much about Halo Infinite. All I know is that it looks incredible, and if it has anything to do with the previous games in the franchise, it will be an awesome title. So, well, uh, just real briefly taking off on that note, uh, so there is actually a variant of Halo, uh, Ryan, that you can actually play all. It should be on Game Pass, but you can play all of the pre-existing Halo multiplayer maps in one game. So, like, they've actually done a remaster. It's beautiful. I can't wait to play it. Uh, I've been sitting on it for a couple of years, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They had they so they've got Halo Infinite. They also announced a couple other smaller titles. They've got Outer Worlds two, which is again like kind of a No Man's Sky meets Skyrim kind of thing. So that's going to be very interesting to see. Outer Worlds one I never played, but I heard was really really good. So I'll probably pick that up eventually. Flight Sim is coming. Microsoft Flight Sim is coming to um, Xbox One, oh, yes. Xbox Series X. Ooh, Xbox say, One. So. All over that, so. Well, you I, as well. Yeah, I've been. He's all got over it for it. PC. Yeah, I've got it for PC, and I've I've absolutely loved it. But I gotta say, anybody who's interested in that, I'll keep it brief. If you love flying, if you love aviation, get it. If you don't like aviation, if you're impartial to flying, don't get it. <laughs> like. That and there's is, Top Gun yep. planes coming too, which is exciting. Correct. There is <laughs> DLC coming for Top Gun uh, that is actually coming up very shortly. It's just basically going to be the F-18. So uh, not the F-18A yes. variant, so uh, don't get your hopes up. Guys, and all then, these games, how does one map this out to figure out how they're going to even play game all these games? Pass. Oh, here's game how pass. you do it. Yeah, <clears throat> you get Game Pass, and then you just go full throttle, and we'll catch you on the other side. Right and guy. you can be like, hey, I'm going to play Forza 5 for a week, I'm and in. then I'm going to delete it and play a Microsoft Flight Sim. I'm and also going to delete that, and I'm going to play Outer Words 2, and then I'm going to delete that. I'm you know, it, That's the beauty of Game Pass. That's why that, that model is so incredible, and it's going to revolutionize the way that we game. But for 15 bucks a month, dude, you buy two of these games, that pays for it in a year. Just two. Oh, yeah. Two games. And we've already listed four or five that you have to play. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's it's an incredible it's an incredible thing. But, all right, we are very low on time. We've got about five minutes, and we're going to run through these really quickly. First yep. off, Laos, Potato. Potatoes of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about this one? Potatoes of the Galaxy? Yeah. And this is this is from the Square Enix presentation, essentially, but it was also on the Nintendo Switch presentation, which we're going in, in, in chronological order as it happened over the weekend. But go ahead and talk potatoes, Lars. So I love potatoes, mostly russet. But um, beyond that, Marvel's Galaxy... Or, I'm sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
that game does look actually really good. Um, I, I I love the approach. I love what they're doing. I love how they've handled things. The only thing I really truly hate with my entire self is the fact that they didn't get any single one of the original voices or likenesses. Um, that hurts real bad in the feels because, uh, they all look like potatoes. They sound like potatoes and they just, they're just so, they almost ruined the entire storyline for me. Um, they've, I've, I've watched a special that kind of goes in depth on why they did that, why they went with that approach. They said that they're not trying to go with the movie style of everything. Like they're not trying to continue on the movies. They're trying to create more of the story of these characters which i can which relate. basically means they don't have the licensing rights for the characters that's all correct that's all that means. if you can't afford <laughs> chris pratt just say it like just yeah, say yeah. hey we can't just we can do it yeah but like yeah, in- instead they got like some background character from friggin uh saved by the bell and it just fucking pisses me off it, so they do look they look horrible oh no but i get it absolutely awful. now this to your point though it does seem like this is a better version than the original marvels game that we got the avengers game which looks way worse and it apparently is way worse Mm -hmm. this is more of like a um marvel meets uh mass effect which i'm all about you have a crew uh, you can command them hey you guys go over there you shoot these guys you shoot these guys i'll take this and that that is cool so we'll see if that plays out um but i just want to hit on that from the square enix presentation yep that's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Game looks good. These other ones, Final Fantasy, not my kind of uh, flavor. Were you ever, Ryan, a fa- Final Fantasy boy? Yeah, Final Fantasy Nine, a long time ago. Oh, but, boy. Uh, yep. And I think I even have another one somewhere up around there somewhere. Are you so, hiding a Final Fantasy? <laughs> Wait, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was a big fan of the just, just the gameplay, and it was fun to kind of go on the different adventures and Fair enough. That was back like PlayStation Two, you know, back when I actually had time to to do all of these things. I was still a kid, you know. Mm, You'll have that. Yeah, yeah. It was just a fun game. Oh yeah, yeah. And I there's parts of them like I've heard. I don't know which one it is. Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Four, Nine. I don't know which one it is. But there's there's some that have been described. I'm like, okay, I could get into that. Like I really could. And some of them have been remade, and they're really incredible games. Now I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's never got in the franchise. But again, you know, there'll be a time when I've got that backlog again built up. You know, and and then we'll be we'll be looking for games to try. Um, But to to round out E3 because we only got a few minutes left, just to talk through two of the big titles at, at Nintendo. And this, again, is in chronological order here. So this just started, or this just ended uh, literally yesterday. But but essentially, it's, it's you know, Breath of the Wild 2, which is just looks incredible. And Breath of the Wild 1, Ryan, which you, you're aware of that one. You've played Breath of the Wild 1 I, on the Switch. Yeah, no, I've got the game, but I... Can't, Don't well, have the Switch. I, I just... Yeah. Meh. Nah. Yeah. We'll leave that story but, to another day. That's That game... If you're listening, the you wild, know where it's at. <laughs> Breath of the Wild was is probably one of the greatest games, you know, and I'll put it right I'll put it right against Witcher 3. It's not as in-depth as Witcher 3, it's not as beautiful, it's not as rich as Witcher 3, but for a Zelda title to take over that kind of a of a mantle hold, it's it's really uh, was a fantastic game. So Breath of the Wild 2 is going to expand upon, you know, Breath of the Wild 1. It's going to enable some more territory to run through and some more challenges to do. It, it really does look incredible. They didn't show a whole lot. It will be released in 2022, if you're not aware. 
Um, but it looks fantastic. So, uh, Lausman, I, I know that you only had limited exposure to Breath of the Wild, but it is yeah. it is one of the best games. Period. I liked it. That, that I can tell you. I liked yeah. everything I saw of it. So yeah, I got I got no beef for that. Yeah. Um, the other one I wanted to talk talk on was was basically what's coming out on October eighth, which is which was this fabled new Metroid game. So we we talked about this before. If they were gonna leak Metroid, if they were gonna talk anything about it. I just recently, probably last month or so, got back into and have 90% completed the the original, well, not the original, but uh, the uh, Metroid for Super Nintendo back in the day, like 1993 or something, whenever it came out. Oh, yeah. I love that game, and I've always loved Metroids. I think they're just fantastic. I think the Wii had some great ones. The Wii U had one that I didn't play but looked really interesting. Didn't think it was that fantastic. It came out in 2002. It was Metroid Fusion, I think. That was the one that was rumored here. Um, but this one, Metroid Dread, comes out You know, basically following that same um, canon, can, canonical line. Um, and it comes out on October 8th. So I'll be getting this for the Switch. I haven't got a new Switch game since the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remastered. Um, so I'll be getting this one, and it'll be fun. And I, I will really enjoy playing some metroid again because metroid is a fantastic franchise and it's tough and it's hard but it's not impossible and when you know the the timing and stuff it can be a really fun experience so awesome um, um so that's it nope 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 i'm gonna stop you right there so you're all right you're scrolling <laughs> on the lead yeah there you go nope nope not yeah yeah there it is okay so it to anybody who can't see which is everybody who can't see exactly what he's highlighting uh so advance wars was part of the nintendo um e3 uh release there Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. So anybody out there who ever played a Game Boy Advance and actually played the game Advance Wars is absolutely reminding the other people in the room that this was a fantastic game and it came out so long ago. It's now being reborn, thankfully. Like, I'm so excited about this. This is one of those games that I've always been passionate about. It's one of those games that I literally cling to when we were traveling as a family and I was a young child and whatnot. It it was so great. I mean, it was just one of those games that no matter who was actually playing or what you were actually doing, it just had great great gameplay. Uh, It's turn-based warfare and whatnot. Uh, It's got military-style, you know, cadence, I suppose. Uh, Everything's great about it. I have no issue, and I'm so glad to see it's on Switch. I will be buying a Switch uh, I'm not going to lie, 25% because of this game. So, can't wait to see it. It's remastered. Everybody who loves it is going to love it. Everybody who doesn't know it eh, probably won't ever play it. So, it, it, Lost, Lost Rings is a good point. It was This was the quintessential, you're a young, not even teen, I'd say like a pre-teen. Oh, yeah. Right, when this came out and we were playing this. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, hey, you're on a road trip for eight hours. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to play Advance Wars. And it was actually a lot of fun. It was It was kind of some of the classic tower defense with some weird aspects and some military stuff and like you know you could pick your faction and then that faction had to fight against other ones and there was perks to having a navy opposed to the army and it was just really crazy um i don't know if i'm that excited about this one but i i do think that it is a nostalgia factor tenfold for me that i will probably just have to pick it up so we can play online together yeah (laughs) i'll be buying one because of that alone yeah yeah 
Well, it was good, and there was a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, and, and of course, uh, Potatoes of the Galaxy is coming to oh. Switch as well. Oh so, no, that's, that's fine. Oh. That's because the Switch can handle potatoes. Oh, it definitely can. I hope it can. It Jeez. looks scary. Did you not see this trailer? It looks horrible. They all just have potato faces. I have. I've had absolutely no time to watch hardly any of these trailers. Have you ever been to a farmer's market? Cause like have if, you seen a potato? Yeah, if you've been to a farmer's market, you've Jesus. seen potatoes. And so you got a lot of, you know, hey, look at me, I'm black guy. Oh, like look Ryan. at me, I'm raccoon guy. Hey. Ryan, we're not saying that you're a potato. I'm just saying that it looks a little bit like you. Hey. My hair's not that puffy. I'm going to do the voices. So let's, Hey, I'm lady. I'm green guy. Oh, hey, I got two guns. Oh, no, I got one gun. Sorry. Can you guys hear the audio of the trailer? No, no, not at all, which is the best part. Well, it doesn't matter then. I'm just listening to this bullshit by myself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got two guns. So I'm the two-gun guy. You got one gun. I got to get you. You got the show notes. Check out the notes on your own. But anyways, all right. It's 6, 925. Let's, let's wrap this up. So, let's wrap um, that shit. All right. So that was E3, boys. I'm sorry to break Ooh. it to you in all its glory and short and curlies as it was, but um, basically, if you want to, if you want to check out some more E3 coverage, just just chat it in the group. We've been talking about this for a while now, anticipation stuff, speculatory stuff. I'm sure that as these things unfold and start to launch, we will post them all in the Facebook group. Ryan will also talk about potatoes yep. and whatever potatoes. that he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes will make fest with w- melted butter. No. Not oh, the guardian, not the gardeners of the galaxy. Is Gar- the oh, said. oh, oh, oh! Although gotcha. you are my number yeah. one gardener of the galaxy, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Donnie's second place. But, yeah. So, 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 Ryan. After hearing all that, again, being now you know brought into the fold as you you fully have, so you fully have all the systems now, which is fantastic. Yeah. You're, you're, you finally made it. You've become self-aware. Is what yeah, I am. I've, I'm coming out of the uh, the cave. You know, you're a professional and, gamer. Congratulations, professional gamer, and I'm excited to find out, you know, what's out there and experience some new things. Uh, you know, might um, a lot of emojis know, occupy it. <laughs> yeah, it might uh, occupy a little bit more of my time. You know, instead of um, you know going out and doing other things like golf, maybe I'll play a little more <laughs> games or something. You know, I still have those experiences, but golf can be expensive. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If I cut out one golf round a month, I could pay for my subscription. Boom. There you go. Nailed it. First try. Boom. So there we go. Well, we're not advocating that you have to, but it is nice to, to have options, and this is certainly exciting for the rest of the year. Um, who knows what the hell will happen, so you know, maybe these games will be what we need. Maybe they'll just be a back back background background distraction as they have in the past. Yeah, there there so. there's a few on there though, besides the Pirates game that uh, I'm interested in playing. So we'll see how that goes. Let's talk later. Offline. Interesting. Go. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, boys, I think that wraps it up for tonight. Um, where can the good kids find you, Mr. Lossman? Oh, I can be found at Mr. Lossman on Twitter. All right. And <laughs> r- 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 Rye Guy? Yeah. Right. You can find me at Rye underscore Guy 813 on Instagram. You can also find me at the Crap Brews Geek, uh, Geek News Facebook page. Where we're always posting stories like these that we've just covered. Um and if I can just do like a quick little 15 second uh, thing here, Donnie, I know we, I don't think we talked about this earlier. I'm not sure if we talked about it on the last show, but Homebrew Con is tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think we what? talked about it. It's the first I heard about it. Yeah. Homebrew Con. It's, uh, you can go to homebrewcon.org. You can register. There's all sorts of live online things that you can do and uh, welcome toasts, keynotes, things like that. I, I follow these guys. I get stuff all the time, but check it out. Is it a convention? Yeah, HomebrewCon. 
Well, I mean, you're saying like I've heard it before. Keep, you, there's no hyphen. You just yeah, say no, it. You can just drink beers. You can listen to other brewers th- throughout the nation. You in know, your own house. You can just drink beers house. in your own house. Yeah. I like is it. Is it always virtual or is this brand new? That's no, uh, 30 plus live sessions with access to recordings. Uh, welcome toast, keynote address, meetups. You know, you get to make uh, connections in the homebrew community, things like that. It is $140, but um, you can watch all the different things online. And if you got time to kill for the end of the week, because it goes from tomorrow which is June 17th through the 19th. Uh, you know, might be something interesting to, to check out if you got the time for it. Did you buy a ticket for 140 bucks? I did not. But How do you watch it for free? Other people might do that. I don't know. Fair enough. Is it all just free to watch online or how do you? I'll send you a link. How's that? <laughs> oh, jeez. Sounds confusing on how to distribute this. Tell you what, I'm going to post this in the Craft Brews Geek News Facebook page. Is it illegal? <laughs> is it illegal? Are you homebrew-conning on your own? <laughs> I got the email as we were conversating, so, you know. No, that's how it starts. Homebrew-conning is a gateway braconning. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you, can find me, you can find me at Craftology Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also, Twitch, I discovered. The, the, our Twitch name is also... No, actually, it's not Craftology Radio. It's Craft Brews and Geek News. Got to be the that's Butcher's the, Twitch That's the Twitch. Butchers yeah. So if you want to find us, if you want to find us on any of those platforms, um, please do. But um, as we say at the end of every episode, Mister Rye Guy, Army mates, are you ready to pirate? <laughs> I hope you are, buddy, because you got a lot <laughs> oh, yeah. of grog to drink. <laughs> are you ready to hang up? Okay, goodbye. Everybody, hang up. One, two, three, bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club craft brews and geek news grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content add this podcast to your favorite rss feed or itunes chat with the guys on twitter at brewmasters club and facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club cheers this podcast is part of the craftology radio network Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.